You're listening to the Church 2911 Sermons Podcast. You can follow along with the notes for this message and get better connected with our church by visiting church2911.com connect. Now, here's Pastor Rick or another member of our team with this week's message. So, let's talk first about who needs to be doing accounting. Now, if it was the, if it was the assets, and de- assets, liabilities, debits, credits, and all that kind of stuff, some of y'all be checking out on me right now. We're not going there, okay? But who needs to be doing accounting? So let me give you some scripture right here, okay? Romans chapter 14, verse 12. Yes, each of us will give a personal account to God. Everybody is, is going to have to do accounting. Everyone is going to have to be involved. Everyone has to make an account. You know, and I know, I know how easy it is, and uh, we got quite a few people out today because it's you know still holidays. Lots of people are traveling. Some are sick, you know, and and uh, Wayne uh, Wayne Newman is on his way to the hospital. Throw this in right here so you can be praying for him. Just had surgery, uh, brain surgery a few weeks ago, and uh, he's on his way to the hospital right now, uh, ER. So be praying for him if you will. Uh, so we got a lot of those kinds of things going on, and you know what's really easy to do, right? When you start talking about this kind of stuff. It's real easy to say, man, I wish so-and-so had been here because they really needed to hear this message. Y'all don't say that, do you? Y'all, y'all don't ever think that, do you? You know, I really wish that, but i got to make sure they hear this or whatever. But if I tell them they need to listen to it, then they'll know that I, I think that it hit them more than it hit me. Well, let me tell you, it's not just those who aren't here that need to hear this message today. Who needs, who needs, who needs to be accountable? Who is going to be held accountable? Those who make six-digit salaries and those who make six dollars an hour. Yeah. Those who are capable of beautiful artistry and those who have hidden their talents and have never, ever shared them with anyone in the world. Who, who is it that, that, is, uh, that needs to be accountable today? Those who have plenty of time because we sometimes think, well, they're the ones that need to do everything. They have plenty of time. But those who have plenty of time are those who keep their calendar slammed full. Both of them are going to have to be accountable. <laughs> and followers of Jesus, but also those who don't follow Jesus. This is not just a message to those who follow Jesus today. We all have to give an account. Every one of us will have to give an account for whatever God has put into our lives. Whatever he has entrusted into our care. The, the, you know what stewardship is? Now, some people think that's tithing and offering. Okay, that's part of it. Stewardship is when someone gives you something, you take care of it. How you take care of it is the level of your stewardship. And we all have to give an account for how we steward the things that God has put in our hands. In the Bible, we have lots of examples of accountability. And, and, and understand that, that God is, is not just holding, you know, sometimes we think, well, God comes down harder on me than anybody else. No, everyone's accountable. Even the high priest, Eli. Now, I don't, I don't have time to tell you all these stories, but we've got the links on the, on the sermon notes on that Connect page that Brent was talking about just a few moments ago. If you go there and look in the sermon notes, the link to the story is right there. And Eli, how he was held accountable in his life. The high priest of Israel. Or also the King, da- king David, he was also held accountable. And, and King David, he was not just any king. He was the one that God said, I'm looking for a king after my own heart. And he chose David. He said, this is the man that is after my own heart. 
And yet, God held him accountable. Rich people he holds accountable. Poor people he holds accountable. I like a couple of examples, and they're on that, on that uh, uh, Connect page as well in the sermon notes. Uh, the, the rich man that, I call him the barn builder, if you know that story. Read it this afternoon if you don't know what I'm talking about, and you'll see what I'm, see what I'm saying. He was building a barn, and, and he was held accountable. He kept building barns, wanted to build more barns. He was held accountable. This is the example Jesus gave. Or, or the, the widow who gave the mite. She gave one little mite in the, in the offering. That was a little bit. You, you and I, we don't know what that is. It's a really small amount of money. And she, was, she was accountable even for that amount of money. But hers turned out in a good way like that. Every one of us are accountable. No matter what state of life we find ourselves in, no matter what um, class we find ourselves in, no matter what struggles we have, no matter what victories we've had in 2019, every one of us are accountable. Okay, so now let's talk about when we're accountable. Because most of us, when we read a verse like that, each of us will give account, back up, and I'm still that one. Each of us will give a personal account to God. We think about, yeah, that's still talking about in the future, okay? And then we relate it to, here's another verse, okay? Now we'll go to that one. Thanks, Tommy. And just as each person is destined to die once, and after that comes judgment. So we hear this one, and this is, this is probably what we most think about with accountability, is we're going to live this life, and after this life is over, we're all going to be accountable to God. We're all going to have to answer for all the things we've done, all the things we've said. But what about those other things, like those other scriptures, like in Luke chapter 14, and that, that one's also there in those sermon notes. There in Luke chapter 14, Jesus is talking about, about a man who... Uh, who wants to build a project. He's, he's going to build a big project. You know the first thing he's got to do? He's got he's to make sure, he's got to do some accounting with his finances to make sure he has the money to be able to afford it. And, and, and I, I like how Jesus said that because he says, because you might run out of money after you finish the foundation, and then what are you going to do? You know what he says everybody else is going to do? He says they're going to laugh at you. Because you didn't have the money that, you know, to finish it, and people are going to laugh at you. Now, I, I kind of think about this one also just a little bit. Sometimes, um, sometimes we jokingly say, you know, that if you have a hard time with road rage, have a hard time, you know, you really are tempted to wave 20% of your hand at other people out when you're driving around in the car, you know, that please don't put one of our bumper stickers on the back of your car, right? You know, and when we give you those T-shirts, all those T-shirts, I mean, we give T-shirts, you know, for anything. You know, T-shirts are just abound here at 2911. Look around, you'll see some around here. And then when you wear that T-shirt, please, please, please remember that you're wearing that T-shirt. You know, and I wonder if maybe Jesus was thinking that also when he was talking about this. You know, when he was saying, when he was saying, you know, nobody starts building without first making sure because if you, you don't make sure you can finish, then when you don't finish, people are going to laugh at you. And maybe we could also say, and they're going to laugh at Jesus too. Because he was the one that was supposed to help you do this, right? But Jesus says, we're the ones that are accountable for this. I mean, I know how much money I've got. I know how much money I've got in the bank, right? Uh, do, I, do, you, do you know how much money you've got in the bank today? I mean, how many of you can answer that? No, don't raise your hand. How many of you can answer that question right now? I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to ask you the answer, okay? This is, we're not about to receive an offering, okay? Uh, but how many of you know? Next slide there. Bring that up for me, Tommy, right there. Those who keep up their checkbook aren't surprised by the balance. If you went home today, you know, you go on, online, you check your bank account balance, how many of you, don't raise your hand, but how many of you would be surprised by your balance? Because, okay, I had no idea. That, you know, I, I, I can't imagine living that way. Can you? Now, I've, 
right before Dave and I got married, I was, uh, I was working as assistant manager at Captain D's. It's not as glorious as it sounds, okay? Um, I was uh, assistant manager at Captain D's, and uh, we had this, we had this uh, little girl. She, uh, she worked you know, at, the, at the cash register, and uh, this was, this was quite, quite a few years ago. It was back, back when David was really, really young, and me too, okay? Uh, it's quite a few years ago, and it, it was back before cigarette vending machines were outlawed, you know, and, uh, and so she was a smoker, and so she needed, needed some cigarettes, and so she wrote a check, for 75 cents and have one of the other one of the other cashiers cash it for her out of the cash register and you know what happened to that check it bounced that little girl probably paid 12 15 dollars in, in insufficient fund charges for a 75 cent pack of cigarettes that pack of cigarettes cost her probably 12 or 15 dollars why because she didn't know how much money she had in the bank you see, when, when, when you don't take care of your checking account, you're surprised when you see the balance. And a lot of times, maybe you're happily surprised, but probably most of the time, you're not happily surprised. Because why would we not, why would we resist checking something like that? Because mostly, it's when you don't have enough there. And it's, it's just too depressing to look at it, right? <laughs> and I don't want to check that. It's just, it's just too, it's just, I, I, I know what I'm going to see, or I'm afraid what I'm going to see, so I don't want to look at that, right? Okay, Charles Spurgeon, the, 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 the prince of preachers, as he was called, lived almost 200 years ago now, and uh, this, this was a quote from one of his sermons back 100 and probably 175 years ago. If you dare not search your hearts, I'm afraid there's a reason for that fear. Now, think, stop right there, if you possibly can. I know some of you really struggle to not go ahead and read, but, but if you can. If you dare not search your hearts, I fear there, there, there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. And that above all others, you ought to be diligent in this search. If there's something that keeps you from wanting to look back and to give account, there's something that's keeping you from that. And if there's something like that, what he's saying is, you above everyone else should be anxious about getting into that search and making that search happen. Which would be, which would be better on us? Which would be better? I mean, a lot of people, they live like that, uh, like that little girl at Captain D's all those years ago. You know, just not checking the bank account balance, just hoping that nothing bounces, hoping that my debit card doesn't get rejected when I'm standing in line at Kmart, Walmart, and got all these people behind me and everybody sees this and wondering why in the world I'm broke and I'm trying to buy stuff I can't afford. Just hoping that doesn't happen, right? And, and, and we, we, some people live our lives that way, maybe not financially, but with other things. But what would be better? Would be better to, because see, when, when, when you're checking that, that, about, that balance, on a regular basis, then you can make little adjustments all month long. And let, but if you get to the end of the month and you hadn't been checking it, I mean, you, the issue is it's easier to make 25 and 30 and 40 dollar adjustments all month long with your spending than it is to find several hundred dollars at the end of the month, right? I mean, in the same way, this is how we should hold ourselves accountable. There, there's a time where there's going to be accountability but those two stories that I mentioned to you about Eli the high priest and David the king even those God held them accountable 
in the middle of their life. Those two stories, if you go read them, you'll see it happened in the middle of their life. They had to give account for the stuff that was going on in their life, the things they weren't handling. If they had just, instead of waiting till the end and, and hoping there was enough there, if they had, if they had just taken care of business when they said, I mean, one of the things with both these guys, one of the things with both these guys was, were, were their kids and how they weren't parents. You know, and, and I think a lot of parents are just, they're not checking up and they're not thinking. It's like they're just hoping, when, you know, we're going to get to the end of their, their childhood and, 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 you know, we're just going to hope one day they have kids and they raise them right and they know all those things and they learn all those things. We just kind of hope and, and hope it all. Wouldn't it be better instead of just waiting until they get to the end of, of actually regularly going to God and say, God, show me. Let me see. Give, give me some understanding. Show me some way that, that if I'm missing it with my kids, let me see the, of actually sitting down with your kids and, and having the conversation and saying, you know, something I started some time ago with my grandkids is, is asking them this question or telling them this is tell me something I don't know. Tell me something I don't know. To just challenge them to tell me something about their life that maybe, maybe, maybe at some point, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but at some point, maybe they, they know they can open up to Pop and, and, and he'll share something with them that they've not been able to share with anybody else. Instead of waiting to the end of that or, or waiting to the end of our life and hoping we've made Jesus proud, hoping we've done, hoping we've done enough to make him satisfied, to make him, to make him proud of what we've done and how we've lived our life, or what would be better, to do that or to be like David and say, finally, if there be any wicked way in me, show me so that I can fix it today. You know, because like what Charles Spurgeon says, if, if you're hesitant to look today, then you probably need to look more than anybody else. If you don't want to take a look, then you probably need to look more than anybody else. It's, it's, sometimes it's a struggle. But, but think about it this way. If you went on a long car ride, how far would you drive first time going somewhere? You know, how far would you drive without checking to make sure you were still on the right route? How far would you go? Would you drive for days without checking to make sure? Would you drive for miles? How far would you drive without checking? I mean, we do that kind of thing, right? Well, you know, we used to have to get maps out. Does anybody still own paper maps? I know you're, the older you are, you probably still do. Yeah, I've got a few. You know, some, I, I, you know why I've held on to them? Sentimental reasons. <laughs> you know, I, I don't use them anymore because, I mean, I'm carrying a map around on my cell phone, you know, and, and it actually talks to me so I don't have to pull it out, look at it, pull off on the side of the road, do that, right? I hope, you know, don't have to do that. And, and so we've actually got apps for that kind of thing, right? Or, or, and I know some of you are saying, well, you don't even have to do that because they're road signs, right? Right. If you're paying attention, if you're reading the signs, if you're keeping your eyes open and if you're looking for the signs and you say, wait a minute, that sign said, have you ever passed the sign? And like, what, what did that say? And then it's, oh no, did it, did it say I'm on the right road or did it say that I'm headed north instead of south? You ever, you ever had that happen? You ever had that happen? And so if you're not paying attention, the signs are all there. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't, drive, for, you wouldn't drive for hours without knowing that you were on the wrong route, yet we do it in our lives all the time. Or like the way we do with doctors, right? You know, if we don't go to the doctor 
He can't tell us what's wrong with us. So we're not really sick, right? Now, some of y'all ought to say amen because that's the way y'all live your life with a doctor. It's like, if he doesn't tell me I'm sick, I'm not sick. But if he doesn't tell you you're sick, you can't do what it takes to get better, is it? It's like, what, regular checkups? You know, it's crazy. It's crazy people that hide things from the doctors, you know. But, but we do it. We do it. I've, um, I've watched a lot of people as a pastor. I've watched a lot of people ignore their spouses until the bags were packed and then find out it was too late. I've watched a lot of parents ignore the cries of the heart of their kids over and over and over and over. And, and I, don't mean, I, don't, I don't mean the cry of the belly, okay? I said heart. I don't mean the I want, I want, I want. I mean what they really need. Looking beyond just what, what, what they, they're, you can see with your eyes and look beyond all that and really dig in. And I've seen so many parents ignore the cries of the hearts of their kids until they were forced to hear them cry from a jail or a hospital or worse. Wow, this took a dark turn, Pastor. Well, you know what? That's the way things go when we don't account. That's the way things happen in life. Problems, I'm sorry, I'm going to blow somebody's mind here. Problems don't fix themselves. They don't. I don't know what happened at your house at 4 a.m. this Christmas. Can I tell you what happened at my house at 4 a.m. this Christmas? Dave and I, we were asleep, okay? Um, didn't have any grandkids spending the night with us, so we were not expecting Santa Claus to show up, okay? So we were just asleep, all right? We were not getting up early or any of those things, but we were awakened right at 4 o'clock by some sound. Didn't know what it was. Now, I'm kind of, a, I'm kind of like, I, I kind of get, you know, that little, that little dog thing. You know, when a dog hears something he doesn't understand, you know what a dog does. That's, that's kind of what I did. I went, you know, what was that? <laughs> what was that? You know, I kind of just cocked my head. You know, what is that? What's that sound? But now Dava, she's a little different. Dava, you know, it's, it's, it's not like, what's that sound? With Dava, it's like, what's that? What's that? What's that? Rick, what's, what is that? What is that? And I'm just there, what is that? You know, I'm trying to hear it over her saying, what is that? What is that? Right? And I think, so I have to get up and I have to walk. Now, where is it coming from? And I walk around the house and I go over to a go over to wall and it's right here. I'm hearing it. And, and man, and it sounds, and it sounds like wind just blowing and blowing. But it's, but it's not fluctuating, you know, like wind would. I mean, if you stand there listening to wind, you know, it just, it's just, just blowing like that. And I'm thinking, what? It, and then all of a sudden it hits me. We've got a pipe busted in the garage, in the basement of our new house, you know. And so, and so you know what I did? It'll fix itself. And I went back to bed. How many of y'all think I did that? I went downstairs and uh, I found the, I, I looked for the cutoff that was there before the water filter people came in and took the cut so I couldn't find the cut off because they had changed it around you know had to go outside and actually turn it off out there turn it off went inside and by then had a basement full of water you know guess what I went went back to bed and I said it'll fix itself somebody else will show up somebody else will do this the water dry up eventually right you know Boards won't, you know, they won't warp. 
You know, the uh, insulation, you know, that just fell out of the ceiling because, it, it, you know, it, it'll dry out and it'll crawl back up there and get in place, right? You know, I, my mom is making turkey and dressing today. And she went and found fresh okra to cut up and fry. And don't anybody else in the family hear this, but I think she did that just for me. You know, so what am I going to do? I've got things to do. I've got places to be. I've got things to enjoy today. All this stuff can fix itself. I, that's not what I did. Because problems don't fix themselves. When we ignore, when we refuse to be accountable or hold our lives accountable or do the things that we're supposed to do, things don't get better. They get worse. I, I would tell you this, that when the guys that... that, that we thought we we're going to come and clean it up. When they got there late that day, they said, you've already done all the hard work. And I said, well, thank you. Can I get paid for it because <laughs> I've already done all the hard work or whatever? Problems don't fix themselves. Okay? So when, when's the best time to work on our problems? At the end? I mean, when you get to the end, there's nothing to fix. The time to fix things is right now. So, so let, let, me, let me hurry with the last two questions because the first question is who? Second question was what? I meant when. The third question now is what? What are we accountable for? Let me run through this list as quick as I can. The use of our time that he has allotted us. You have been allotted a certain amount of time. Some of you, let me not say it that way. Some, uh, some people in this world have only got 20 or 25 years or less. And some people have 80, 90, and 100 years. Very few, but some have 100 years. But whatever time you have been allotted, you will give an account. And the, the time that here, all of us had the same amount of time. Except for a baby that was born this year, every one of us had the exact same number of minutes and seconds this year. And we will have to give an account for how we spent those, those minutes. Those, all of us will give account for that. Uh, and then also our finances, our financial blessings that he has given to us, our substance, those things, we will give account for that. How did we use those? Uh, if, if you hadn't been around here long, let me just tell you, you're in the middle of a, of a very giving group of people. And uh, just, I mean, it's, it's like it's, it really starts around October 31st, and from then on, it's like the rest of the year. This church is just giving, finding ways. What else can we do? Is there another family? Is there, and just over and over and over. But you personally, remember that scripture, the first scripture from Romans, you personally will give account. Each one of us will give a personal account we all have to, I, I got to hurry, because the third one is our talents and our gifts. The things, you know, the stuff that we like to do, are we just spending all that on us? Or are we somehow blessing other people with it? Are we using that for, for Christ? Okay, you know what, if I had asked you, this, this crowd of people probably could have come up with those first three all by yourself, you know. Maybe not individually, but as a crowd, you could, you'd have come up with those first three. But let me give you three more that maybe you're not thinking about. I think the next one is influence, right? Yeah, the influence God has given us. We will give an account for the influence he has given us. You believe that? Okay, you might not say, no, I don't know. Wait a minute. I have been given influence right here in this moment. Do you think I will be held accountable for how I handle this moment of influence with you? Absolutely. You have been given influence in your life. There are people that are watching you. There are, there are people that are reading your social media accounts. There are people that are watching the way you act, the way you react, the way you stand strong when all of hell is breaking around you. 
There are people that are watching you, and you'll be held accountable for how you use that influence to, to not bring people down, but to lift people up. And, and find those people also, listen, find those people uh, who are influencers who, who will influence you up as well. Okay, i, I, I got to hurry. The next one is uh, the balance of self and sacrifice. Okay, balance sheet, right? Assets, liabilities. You know, we spend a lot of time on ourselves. We spend a lot of money on ourselves. How much do we spend sacrificing for someone else? You know, we give an account for that. What, what, does our, what would our balance sheet look like? And you know what? At the end of this life, again, it will be too late to do anything about that. The time to make the accounting is right now. How am I doing? God, show me. How am I doing? What kind of balance is there in my life? I'm afraid many of us are going to have a lot of liabilities on that sacrifice side. We're going to be owing a whole lot. Show me, God. How am I doing? Now is the time to make that accounting. And th this last one is the invisible people in our lives. The, those invisible people, you know, we, we know that we dads, we're accountable for our families. You moms, you know you're accountable for those kids. Grandparents, aunts, uncles, we know we're accountable. Pastors, other leaders, business owners, bosses, we know we're accountable for our employees and all of that. We know we're accountable for those, but what about the invisible people in our life? The people we pass every day that we don't see, that we don't pay attention to, or those that are right there who are struggling and dying right in front of us and we don't even realize it, sitting right here. W one of the reasons I, I like you how Brent had you stand up and greet and talk, I, you know, we really pushed that at the end of the service also is because there are invisible people sitting right here, right here around us. People who have problems that they've never shared with anybody else and they're invisible to us and you know that we talk about that but we we got to be on our toes to keep watching I, I spoke with and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this in here I, I spoke this week to um, to a married driver and uh, her, her her brother passed away at nine at 90 something years old and, and she's just devastated and I know somebody said, wow, he, had, he lived a long life, but she's devastated. She lost her brother. And some of you say, who's Mary Driver? I exactly. Who's Mary Driver? And Mary's not able to be in church with us anymore because of her health. She had a pacemaker put in just a few weeks ago. She had a heart attack. They said a couple more minutes, and she would not have survived. And she calls me, and she calls some of you even more than she calls me probably regularly because she misses her church so much who's mary driver exactly the invisible people in our lives and some of you some of you are accepting as you're reaching out you're accepting that and you're stepping up and doing it with mary and so let me applaud you for that because that's what i'm talking about here but i want us to all look around and make sure we're not missing an invisible person that god has placed in my life can I ask you to do something? I got one more to throw at you real quick, but can I ask you to do something? Can I ask you to just say this prayer right under your breath? God, show me those, those invisible people in my life that you put there on purpose. Don't let me ignore them anymore. Let me see them. Let me know, let me, let me know what's going on in their life. Show me, God, 
And don't I, I pray you ask that prayer. You pray that even just under your breath right there. And for God to do that, because that's what I'm going to pray. So here's the, here's the last thing. Why, why do we need, you know, why do we need to account regularly and not just at the end of our life or at the end of our kids' uh, childhood or at the end of, you know, the end of our, our financial year? Why, why do we need to do it on a regular basis? Well, you know what? That's kind of what we've been talking about this whole message. All right, but let me give you three things real quick if I can. To start afresh, to begin in the clear and on the level. To, you know, you know like, like if you've hurt somebody's feelings, do the accounting thing right now. Who have I hurt? Is, it, is there anybody that's cold to me today that, you know, they, they, they used to be a lot friendlier to me. Maybe I've hurt them and I need to go. To start on a level, to not, to not start behind. I mean, that's one of the reasons we want to do our accounting with our finances, right? Is we, we don't want to start 2020 behind. Let's, let's make sure we know where we're at. Let's get everything settled so we can start afresh and start on the level and all that. Secondly, here's, here's, here's a big one. Because when we daily or we, we weekly account and we do a recounting, it's, it's a daily or weekly recounting of the adversity that God has helped us through, the trouble he has rescued us from, and the sin that he has forgiven us for. You see, when we don't do our accounting, when we, it's, this is running into 2020. It was a rough year, some of you say, right? And you got through it. He was there. Somebody say amen. He was there. His peace, his strength, his joy, his help. It was all. The, you see, when, when we run right on in and say, I've got to forget all that bad. When we run on in and forget all that bad, we forget. We forget to appreciate. We forget to thank him. We forget all the stuff that he has done for us. And, and so we can look forward to 2020 and say, he's going to be there again. I don't know, you know, because, because for some of you, 2020 is scary because it's a new year. A few of you, it's, it's scary because it's a new year, but I can guarantee you this. The same God that was with you in 2019 is going to be with you in 2020. But if we run past and we don't stop and back up just a minute and think about it, then we'll forget that. And the last one is, is this, is we're not sure of another day of stewardship. We're not sure of that. You're a steward today. You're a steward of his time that he has put in your hand. You're a steward of his gifts that he has put in your hand. You're a steward of finances, of blessings, and, and substance that he has put in your hand. You're a steward of influence. You're a steward of all of these things. You're a steward of those invisible people that God has put in your life. But you may not be tomorrow. And, and not, that doesn't mean that you're going to die tomorrow. But nobody's guaranteed. Nobody's guaranteed 2020, but nobody's guaranteed to have the same financial status a month from now that they have today. Nobody's guaranteed to have the influence. I mean, I, I look back and I think about influence that I've lost with people. And maybe I, I, I wasn't there for him as much as they needed me to be there for them. And we're not guaranteed that. And so the reason that we need to be doing the accounting today is because we're not guaranteed another day of stewardship with him. So I, I challenge you today. I challenge you today to do that. You've been listening to the Church 2911 Sermons Podcast. If you have a prayer need, our prayer team and staff would love to pray with you. You can send us your prayer request by using the email address prayer at church2911.com. If you would like to know more about our church, including information about our weekly services, please check out church2911.com. Thank you for listening. We hope you know that God has an amazing dream for you. And as always, we dare you to dream.